0: Hello, hello, hello. My name is Shannon Miller and we are here for Cleaning Business Life where there are profit strategies for growth. My name is Shannon Miller and I am CEO and founding member of Clean Freaks University where I teach other cleaning businesses how to run the back end of their cleaning business instead of being run over by their cleaning business. And I'm here to introduce my co-host, Ms. Kimberly Gonzalez, inventor extraordinaire of pure evergreen cleaning products. Kim, the floor is yours. I am so excited today cuz
1: I put this worksheet together, a bunch of worksheets and we'll have those downloaded for them to use, correct? Yes. Awesome. So I love goals. I don't know about you guys, but I thrive on goals. I thrive on the settings to have the goals just be like up in my face so I know where I'm at. So today we're going to do go go goals. <laughs> so I'm excited. So I don't know about you guys, but goals are so important to have when you have a business of any kind, cleaning business. Goals are a way of setting what your future is going to be and where you need to be. And I also think that it's good to have somebody, obviously, to hold you accountable for your goals um, because, you know, you need to have those for when you're trying to get your goals and where you need to be. So one of the things I wanted to talk about, and you guys should have this worksheet and it's going to say goal setting. So make sure you get that out if you have it and you download it. So examples of unrealistic goals and realistic goals. But Shannon, we all, I think, go for some point, even as seasoned, you know, business owners and cleaning company owners. I think that we all have unrealistic goals at times that we put and we have our realistic goals. So I gave some examples of some unrealistic goals. So wouldn't this be nice? Losing 40 pounds in a month?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I would be
1: (laughs) I'm <laughs> like, okay, let's go. Let's get that goal done. But that's an unrealistic goal. Like unless you're on some magic pill or something that's going to make you lose 40 pounds in a month, it's unrealistic.
0: So it's, it's dangerous for your health, really. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, if you think about it in the broader spectrum, it really is, it's dangerous to lose 40 pounds in one month.
1: Exactly. It's not healthy. And so right. you want to think of something that can pair with that, that is a realistic goal. So instead of saying, I'm going to lose 40 pounds this month. You can say something like, I'm going to exercise three days a week and start off with a lower goal and then maybe work your way up. I'm going to exercise five days a week, you know, so you can add that up. So that is a realistic goal. Do you want to read the next one, Shannon?
0: Sure. Writing a book in a week. Now I've seen, and we've all seen it on our Facebook feeds. There's the guy sitting on the beach. He's like, I wrote this book in three days. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I don't even, you don't even want to know my personal opinion of what I think of that statement is. And it, it's, it, I think it's misleading. It's not realistic unless mm-hmm. you are being waited on hand and foot to be able to create a book in three days. Now, sometimes I think that they're. I consider them miracles were uh, like an act of God happens and all of the information comes and you just can't stop until it's like there. I've seen those moments happen. Like we've all read about it in the Bible. We've all um, read about it in other instances, but realistically writing a book in a week is like, Ooh, that's a, that's a toughie. (laughs) Um, And and setting a goal for, um, you know, a minimum of two to 300 words or even 400 words a week or a day um, just to get your mind working. It's a skill and it's a habit, right? Once it becomes habit, then the words become easier. At least Mm -hmm. that's been my experience. What's your experience been? um
1: just writing stuff for me like for just the goal setting for that you know i feel like sometimes if we set those goals too high it kind of just shuts us down i don't know if you've ever gotten shut down where you're just i didn't reach this goal today or i didn't reach this goal this month and it just shuts you down because your realistic your your unrealistic goal was too high so when you set that lower realistic goal so you know if i can do blogging on my my website if i can do a blog a week then for me, that's a good goal. Like I think that's to me is a good goal with my schedule the way it is. Right. So I, I think,
0: um, you know, doing a blog post a week is great. I tend to batch things because I have a very limited window. I have littles in school. So I legitimately have, you know, depending on the day, six hours to bang out the process of things. And sometimes I can farm out those tasks and sometimes I can't, it just depends on who's available and who's not available that day. But, you know, I, Having a realistic goal is so important, um, especially when you're in business. And sometimes we don't have the skill set. Like you have to learn, like everyone goes, I want to have a seven figure business. Okay. Well, wh- what steps are you going to take to get there? Right.
1: Exactly. And, and How are you going to gonna know invest? The steps,
0: right. How, you have to invest. You have to know the steps to take. You have to have maybe some handholding. There's a lot of like different scenarios that happen um, to get to the seven figure mark. Right. I just spoke to a cleaning business owner today who wanted to sell her business. And she's not even paying herself. And I'm like, unfortunately, it's, it's, I'm not laughing at her situation, but it's, you got to fix your business before it becomes actually valuable, right? It has to be a turnkey business where someone could easily step in. No one wants to reinvent the wheel, right? Exactly. And that's why,
1: that's why us seasoned business owners, cleaning business owners are here to help.
0: Right. Definitely.
1: So, So the next one, I left blank because I wanted you guys to think of an unrealistic goal right now that maybe is in the back of your head that you wanted and you're like thinking, man, this is an unrealistic goal. And I want you to write that down. And then on the next part where the little green um, check mark is, I want you to think of something that would be realistic to that goal. So Shannon, what was something that maybe you were thinking of like you know in your your business that or in your even in your personal life that was an unrealistic goal and that how can you change that to be a realistic goal?
0: Um, I think
1: I'm putting you on the spot.
0: It's totally okay. I don't mind trial by fire, being in the hot seats, totally okay with me. Um, I think an unrealistic goal, like I would like to expand into other markets with my cleaning <clears throat> business. and and there's like I, we just discussed, there has to be steps that are taken. so you have to have a segment of plans, right? Step one is okay, check out that market. How many is the market already saturated? um how about having boots on the ground that you know how am i going to get boots on the ground am i going to have just 1099s am i going to have w2s what if i need a w2 because i want them to go check on the 1099s there's all of these different dynamics that you have to be clear on the steps to get there and because i've done it so many times the steps are there that i think the hardest part about creating a goal is you have plan a and you know the z but all of the stuff in the middle it's just kind of convoluted. You're trying to figure that all out. Um, as far as a personal goal, I, and I've shared this with many people. I want to go to the wave I've applied. <laughs> I think I've applied a dozen times and they only allow 15 people a day to go into this national park. It's just been something that it's on my bucket list. Um, so this year, um, cause my son wants to go with me. If I go, he's going to drop what he's going to do. And we're going to drive out to Utah and go see it. I love it. <laughs> but they, because they only allow 15 people. So this year, cause I've applied once or twice a year for like the last four or five years, I'm actually going to up my game and I'm going to apply several times. So, um, <laughs> that's a good goal to have. And it's not, hopefully, you know, it's, it's going to be awesome. You can have lunch and not on at, in the park, obviously, cause you know, the trash and it's a national monument, but it's, um, it's a goal that I really want to do. I think it's a, it, and when you get older, or even when you're younger, you should have attainable goals that are on your bucket list. There was a, I can't remember his name and I'm sure it'll come to me later. There was a gentleman who was a football coach. I'm sure you've heard this story. He had all of these goals that were listed on the wall and the football players as they you know stopped playing and went on to other careers would come back and say, um, I don't know what his name was, coach Brown or something. Hey, I became a pilot. Would you like to go on your number 27 of your bucket list? And that's That's how he actually fulfilled his, all of his goals. He had it all written down. He shared it with the world. Sometimes people don't want to share it with the world, but I think when you do, it holds you more accountable because they're like, well, what happened to goal number 12? (laughs) Did you ever do goal number 12? Like I would like to see the pyramids of Giza in person. But I've heard that there's a lot of construction now and it's not just the pyramids like they used to be. So, you know, it might not be the same. I would like to see the Serengeti in person, (laughs) you know, (laughs) these are just things I want to do. And it's like what you said, you know, like
1: sharing your goals. I think that you need to be open to sharing your goals, you know, if you feel comfortable with it, because I feel like we are all in different people's lives for a reason and, If we are open to sharing those goals, maybe other people can make it happen, like this gentleman that became a pilot, and he was able to gift him one of his goals right. and by sharing our goals and being open to them, we're open to opportunities we're not closed down, so we're open up to new opportunities um
0: definitely, and he it was like it was a very tear jerking story. I mean, he obviously tells the story better than I did. That was a short synopsis, but yeah there there are likelihoods and collaboration and relationships that you build up through your lifetime that could give you the next step up. So definitely, um, consider that when you're making your goals.
1: Yeah. So make sure you guys write that down and keep these worksheets because these worksheets are going to be great tools for down the road and holding you accountable.
0: I'm writing Um, mine down so I can remember what I I know
1: one of my unrealistic goals was, um, you know, it was to, you know, Um, man, I'm in a brain fart. I had it down. (laughs) I know (laughs) I had two cups of coffee this morning. you think I'd be good. Um, one of my unrealistic goals was to make 10 grand a month with my business. And, you know, it's, it's not steady. It's getting close to that, but it's, it's not steady. And so instead of that, I can change that to a realistic goal saying, these are the steps of the things I need to do to obtain a steady $10,000 a month. So, going to more networking events, you know, reaching out and educating, for one, cleaners, um, you know, people that own cleaning companies, going there and educating them because it's an education part of it. I'm reaching out to refill stores. So, the realistic goal for me is creating steps so I'm able to
0: reach that goal. We'll be back after a quick break. definitely having a plan is um, part of the process. Um, Mind mapping is a good way to having a plan to get to your goals. Excuse me. I still have a little bit of this cough. Are you drinking your water, Missy? I am drinking my water. It's just been um, a long process to shake off whatever cootie fest I got. Um, But yeah, there are a lot of um, actionable steps that you can take to realistically attain your goals. And and sometimes you want to attain a goal that is so large that when you actually accomplish it, it's like, yes. And and then there's other times where you need to take baby steps and get that immediate gratification. Don't forget to celebrate when you make it there.
1: Yes. Celebration is huge. It's just like a pat on the back. You know, you'd congratulate yourself, whether it's doing something for yourself, but it's important to do. So
0: I forget sometimes to get to the goal. I'm like, okay, next, next. (laughs) I did. I like bought myself
1: some earrings and a new shirt. And that was like my goal right on my puppy just came over here. Um, so I know we talked about a little bit, like you talked about your dreams. Dreams are different than goals. So you can dreams, you can dream stuff, but you can make those dreams become a goal. Like what you were saying, going to those things. So just remember that the dreams are very different than goals. Dreams can turn into goals that you can accomplish. Um,
0: and I think that anything that you set your mind to, you can accomplish.
1: Yes, definitely. Anything like I had that goal, like I wanted to create a cleaner and I wanted to make our lives easier and it took two years, but I got it, you know, and I was not going to stop. Right. So, do you want to read
0: the next one? Sure. It says when we set our goals and expectations too high, you're setting yourself up for six. Well, when you set them right. too high, too high, um, then you're setting yourself up set for, um, failure. know. Yep. So, it, um, it, and we have to take the immediate gratification that we can get. We're such a society that we operate so fast. Our heads are off, you know, in, in 360 moments all of the time. Um, but that could be a future goal. Don't dissuade yourself by throwing the goal to the side. It just might be that you have to chunk down the goal into smaller segments to get to the end of the package. Or because if you don't, you try to get to the big goal right away and you don't have any structures in place, you're going to fall flat on your face. And I've done it. (laughs) Yep, I
1: have too, several times. And it's failure
0: is part of the process. And it's okay to have the
1: failure because I think we learn from it. We learn what we can do better to implement strategies and implement and how we can reach those goals and obtain them. So and that goes to the next one, setting obtainable goals is setting yourself up for success. So, and you need to have people that believe in you. I think that's so important. You know, I know Shannon, you have believed in me from day one, you know, from, you know, when I owned my business, uh, my cleaning company, and I created this, you, you believed in me from like day one. And I just am so thankful for that, that you have just stood behind me and just, I, I want you to know that I appreciate you so very much for this and giving me this opportunity and a chance that I'm able to speak out to others and help people.
0: Not Thank a problem. You. Air hugs. Oh, oh. I need tissue. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I'm sure a lot of you guys have done, or if you've not done it, but smart goals, Shannon, I'm sure you mm-hmm. do this too. in you're coaching, right? Right. You do this in your coaching part. I do. Okay, good.
0: We talk about mindset and setting goals, um, usually within the first week or so. Okay. Um, <clears throat> when you are setting up goals and everybody's heard of SMART goals, a lot of people use the same mythology. Mythol- mythology, mythol- I can't even talk, <laughs> but you know what I'm talking about. Um, so you have to be specific. Um, it has to be measurable as we were kind of discussing earlier. It has to be achievable and it has to be relevant and it has to be time-bound. I have found um that if it's not time bound at all it will not happen um i do a lot of work behind the scenes on manifestation um which is not something that is offered in the course cuz it's still considered pretty woo woo but i can tell you i journal out every morning while i'm having my coffee before my bird demands to get out of his cage mm-hmm. um, what i'm working on and I, I set 17 goals by manifesting them last year I achieved all of them, but one. So 16 out of the 17 goals I achieved just by manifesting and focusing and having an end time bound goal. Sometimes I, with the goals, I actually had to extend the timeline because it was a bigger goal. Sorry, I didn't mean to hit this microphone. (laughs) And so, but ultimately by the end of the year though, I had achieved all of them, but one and there was other players involved. So I didn't really have control Over that goal. So then I determined that it was probably an unrealistic goal. I'm still trying to complete that goal from last year, but we'll see. But you know, I think all things fall in place when they're ready to happen. You
1: know, stuff may not happen at the right time when you want it. I think that it's just not your time yet. And so that's when you do set those time bounds, it's important to do that to help encourage you to get you to the next point. But if the pieces are not all there, or if it's not meant to be, then, you know, it will happen, you know, just For an example, I went to Phoenix the last, what, three weeks ago, I think it was, or two weeks ago, and I was so excited. This company was like, yeah, we're interested in meeting with you, and I was on my way there, and I don't know if you guys know about Phoenix traffic. I'm sure we have a couple of people that listen to us that aren't from Phoenix, but what should have taken an hour took us three hours, and we didn't have enough time to go. We were not the time that we we're getting close together. there. We had to turn back because I had to go meet my parents to have them come pick me up. So for me, it just wasn't the timing and I have to be okay with that. But I didn't give up. I went back and I emailed them and said, hey, this is what happened. I would still like a chance to talk with you more. So stuff will fall into place when it's meant to be. I've learned my right. lesson for that.
0: And communication is key. Um, it's when you have no communication with little bumps in the road that come up that people are like, what's up? exactly <laughs> what's going on why what happened you blew me off you totally ghosted me right um so yeah it, it's having that communication and it it is has to be relevant and achievable and you know we can never control traffic <laughs> we we both live in small towns it's not so bad here but in larger yeah. metropolitan areas it can be it can be like crazy right it when i lived in los angeles I lived in the South Bay. It was an hour to go anywhere. It was just part of the process of what we did. And then I came here and I was like, this is awesome.
1: I know, but now
0: Prescott's <laughs> growing and you know, so Definitely. stuff is changing. So
1: yeah, if you guys get a chance, um, take some time out and like fill out your smart goals. and then you're welcome to reach out to Shannon or I, if you have questions, um, and we can help you with
0: those. Right. Shannon. Definitely. Like, for example, um, with those cleaning business owners that are listening, your goals need to be specific. So maybe you want to attract a hundred biweekly cleaning clients by August 1st. So then you would take that goal and you would figure out how many days that is. So you would have to divide how many days that is into the hundred biweekly clients. And that will tell you how many biweekly clients you need to acquire per day, per week or whatever you decide that number is. But I think that's a very specific goal. Um, A lot of people have been talking about the helper piece. You know, you either have W-2s or 1099s. I see a lot of crossing Mm -hmm. the, the threshold there. Be very specific on what you're looking for. A lot of times when people get themselves in hot water, they're not specific enough with their communication or their expectations. And then situations arise that is not fun. Um, you know, or or maybe you want to branch out into another area, or maybe you want to branch out into another division of your cleaning business. Maybe you want to add in patio cleaning or laundry that might be a goal that might be easy to achieve. There's a lot of things that you can do to help beef up your income and make yourself the top dog in your area.
1: Yeah, exactly. Just you have to just again, and that actually will tie into the time bound. You know, like you said, you break it down and the time bound would be August 1st. <laughs> Right. That would be the time bound part. So definitely. um, I don't know if you do this, Shannon. I love doing this. I do this in the morning and I do it in the evening because I think we as business owners, I feel like our mind, especially women, I'm not just secluding men, but women, we we tend to like have about a billion things going on our mind. And if you have kids and you've got appointments, maybe for your husband that you gotta get scheduled or you know, whatever. I don't know about you, but I feel like my brain reminds me of a stock marker, stock market ticker. <laughs> like, and so I love it. So I gave you guys a sheet um, and it's called brain dump. So have you brain dumped before, Shannon?
0: I have. I brain dump frequently, um, probably almost every day or every couple of days because I have to check things off my list um, and then new things come to my mind. And if I don't write it down. I'll get sidetracked. I'm like a big squirrel, right? Squirrel. And then I'll yep. forget when I, what it was I was going to do. So if I don't brain dump it into, I actually have a spiral notebook and that's where all of the ideas come. So when I'm looking for something, I'm like, oh yeah, I put that in that the, the that notebook. <laughs> so, and then I yeah. hide it is to get it done. Brain dumping is so
1: important because I feel like so many times, like you said, our brains are just going. So when you brain dump, you want to just like literally vomit everything that's on your brain and just put it on paper so I don't care if it's something stupid like drink water or go get water or you know I need to put this box away or you know I need to go and fold these clothes I don't care what it is you put it on there if it's goals put the goals down on there um so like you just want to pretty much vomit anything on the paper and then You have that all there and it feels good and it will help you sleep at night. I like to do it before I go to bed because I'll be up till, you know, all night. I was up the other night and I was just talking to Shannon about this because I needed to send her the information. And I was like, I was up all night because I didn't brain dump. It kept me up the whole entire night. So my brain was nonstop. So yeah, make sure you guys brain dump. You can use this sheet as an example. You can use a notebook, whatever you guys want to use. You guys can brain dump.
0: Definitely. I'm particular about um, paper stock and notebooks. So I'm constantly looking for, and they have to be durable. I can't have a light and fluffy, beautifully imprinted notebook. I have to have the thicker spiral. Like this is my favorite size. You can see my notes from last night's Zoom, but this is my favorite size. I actually mm-hmm. go right to TJ Maxx, I go into the clearance section. Sometimes That's where I, can, I go for mine too. Yeah. I can pick them up for two or three bucks and, um, and then, or I go to Office Depot and they have really nice executive notebooks. I've liked those as well, but it doesn't have to be expensive. It doesn't have to be leather bound. It just has to be a place where you put your thoughts.
1: And you can even use an iPad or one of those, I forget what they're called. They're like an eye writing one.
0: Right. So I've seen those to that. the tablets. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still kind of the old school paper method. So I probably will stick to that method unless they ban paper for some reason, who knows, who knows what's coming up on the horizon next, but yeah. So like
1: brain dumping is important. So make sure you guys brain dump. Um, the next one, um, we're going to do a breakdown of the goals. So I like this part because I feel like there's different goals for different categories and I like categorizing. I, I do a lot of professional organizing. So I think sometimes my organizing comes into play for these kinds of things. Right. So, um, Sorting your goals into categories. So we have different categories. So um, if you have a pen, make sure you write this down. The first one is professional development.
0: And are we on, um, I didn't staple mine together. We're That's on okay. this one? We're
1: on this one right here.
0: Prioritizing goals. Okay, perfect, Sorry. this one. Right. Yes, I should have okay.
1: mentioned that, but you know, my mm-hmm. scroll brain was like not there. So yeah, so the first one we're gonna do is we're gonna break down the, the goals. So prioritizing your goals. So the first one is prior, uh, professional development. Okay. The next (laughs) one is personal development. And then the third one is health and fitness. The fourth one is hobbies. And the last one is finances. So this is where the fun part is going to come in. So if you put down goals for where your brain dump was, I put a lot of goals on my brain dump um, and I invite you to put goals down on your brain dump. I want you to go back and I want you to look at the brain dump worksheet and I want you to see where your goals fit in. So like, oh, these are professional. So if you have any goals that you wrote down in your brain dump, I want you to circle them because you're going to use those and we're going to use those for the next sheet.
0: Okay. Okay. Well, so. I think, um, especially, uh, uh, as, and I'm not putting men in a separate category, but I'm talking woman to woman here. Um, sometimes having a personal goal of self-care, and I'm not talking about being overindulgent and having a massage every day, even though that would be ideal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On Can some I'm days, like, please. But please? Um, having, having self-care, especially in today's society is so important. I I, I know I've spoken about this a lot. But um, taking time for just you is not a guilty pleasure. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. you know, having a mani-pedi or if, or if you can't afford a mani-pedi, you can give yourself one, having a facial a bath. or even a nice hot bath. You could buy, you know, if you're, if your budget allows you just to buy a bath bomb, I've seen them for four or $5. They're mm-hmm. not my favorite thing to have to clean up, but, <laughs> but they're nice and, you know, they're luxurious and um, just taking little times, little moments for just you. Um, yeah. self care can also be, um, you know, going to the gym, right, or even a walk even outside, or walking outside. Or, um, I know often we talk, um, through messenger, and you're out foraging. <laughs> so, so that's my best. foraging and walking barefoot around with my chickens. Right. So, and it's good. It's good to connect with the earth. Right. So, um, yeah, I think that um, personal goals are uh, prior almost as important as professional goals, especially with as chaotic as our society has become. I think it brings a balance to everything. So, Definitely. if we have
1: that, it kind of helps balance out the other goals that we have. And that is good goals to have, you know, like what you said, make that goal on the self care. And, like you said, self care does not have to be expensive. Um, I think at one time, Shannon, I, I'm trying to remember, but, you know, my brain is not not there today. But I think, didn't we do something where we made a list of like affordable things to do for self care? I could have sworn we did a I list. I think we
0: talked about it a couple of times.
1: So maybe what I'll do is we could put a list together and then they can have some ideas.
0: We'll be back after a quick break. Coaching Conversation 2024. This podcast is 100% dedicated to leadership and leadership within the workplace coaching area. We work with companies throughout the world, teaching leaders how to coach their employees. This podcast is dedicated to teaching specific strategies, frameworks, coaching models, and now artificial intelligent strategies to help leaders drive greater teamwork, collaboration, cooperation, greater attitudes, better motivation, coaching career development, just to name a few. I hope you'll check out our podcast. Yeah. I mean, there is a lot of really simple things that you could do walking outside, connecting with the earth barefoot. I know, um, when I was 12, I lived in Sacramento right next to CSUS and I'd never wore shoes in the summer and it gets 110 and we used to skip around all over the place. I, there's no way that I could actually walk across asphalt. Now my feet are too tender, but I remember doing that as a kid, right? Um connecting with the earth, having quiet time. Um I like to wander in the trees. When given the opportunity, I'd be out there every I'd day. love that. Um having some alone time, I think um the more creative and productive you are, the more you need downtime to kind of um take care of your inner self, right? Um yeah, but we could come up with some sort of list, I'm sure, to um give yeah. to the audience should they want it. Give them get their ideas flowing. So,
1: um in this, this next sheet right here, you see, I made some really pretty circles with some fun things around it and lots of big numbers, um, but you're gonna break it down. So the first one that you're gonna put down is the professional development. So we're gonna kind of go back to, which I like, cause I'm a visual person. And I think a lot of people in the cleaning industry are very visual learners. Totally. Um, so, you know, we need to see stuff broken down. It needs to be visual. So that's why I like to have the visual. So the first one is professional development. And then if you look on your list, the prior one to that, find my paper, here it is. So if you see this one, you're going to see the first one, the second one. So the first one was professional development. The second one is personal development. The third is health and fitness. the fourth is hobbies and then finances. So you're going to put them in these little circles. Um, And then what you're going to do is you're going to think of these things that you put on your brain dump or even in your mind. And you're going to organize them. So again, there goes my organizing, you know, wanting to be organized. So organize your professional development goals. Are they, make sure they're obtainable goals. Um, personal development, make sure they're obtainable. Again, health and fitness. So you talked about like even going for a walk, you know, that can connect to not only personal development, but it can also help with the health and fitness because it's, it's making your mind happy. That's, that's healthy.
0: <laughs> Definitely. So, um, definitely spending some time outside if you can connecting with nature. I highly recommend it. If you, if you, if given the opportunity, if you live in one of the bigger cities, you can still go for a walk Mm -hmm. and and indirectly connect with people who are walking by. I totally get that too. Um, I just prefer to do it among the trees.
1: Yep. If you have that opportunity. Yes. Um, hobbies. I think hobbies is a good goal to have. I think sometimes we get so busy in our life. And we forget that we need to have hobbies. Hobbies are good to have, healthy hobbies. You know, even if it's something simple, like for me, you know, my hobby is to go forage. Right. Something so, you know, unusual, but it's, it's something that I enjoy doing, you know, or just crafting. I love crafting, going to the dollar store and like seeing things and like, what can I make with it? So having good hobbies is important to, you know, have in your part of your goals. I feel like, again, it's part of that balance. Don't you agree?
0: Yes, definitely. I used to be a jeweler before I got into this industry. I know that. <clears throat> yeah, so I used to make um, really expensive um, pieces of silver. Um, I worked with a precious metal clay when it was a, a thing. They actually went out of business. Um, I think I still have some PMC, but I was a silversmith by trade, had a jewelry store downtown. So cool. And um, yeah, no, we still, every, I I probably have ten thousand dollars worth of tools in my garage that I haven't gotten rid of and I haven't been in the industry in over a decade my husband's like I think you should probably let this go I'm like I I just can't right um but we do bring out the beads and I have nice quality beads um that we mess around with and my eight-year-old loves to make necklaces Um, I try to let her pick the more inexpensive items because you know she's eight it's not (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they're they're rough <laughs> jewelry isn't adornment it's not meant you know to play around swinging off the monkey bars right so um yeah having having um those types of things and helping her coordinate what colors go together and why you're doing what you're doing is um super important too so yeah yeah those
1: those are the main things that you guys <clears throat> want you to write down you guys can come back to us and talk to us and you know, reach out to us and even tell us, you know, please share. We talked about that at the beginning of the podcast was to please share goals and stuff and how we can help you with those goals.
0: Right. Finances, getting your finances in order. Oh, um, I think yes. it's actually important. I was debt-free last year. <laughs> I'm not debt-free this year because I've had to market so hard um, because of the economy, but I will ho- I'm will. i hoping to have that all paid off before the end of the year. But yes, um, getting your finances in order and being as debt-free as you possibly can is better for your emotional health, your physical health. There's no monkey on your back. You're trying to work Mm -hmm. for this debt that you have incurred. It's a different feeling when you are debt free, like you can make decisions. Like we're going to go to Utah (laughs) and (laughs) And I don't have to like worry about it. We're just going to put it on plastic and pay for it in three days when we come back. I mean, there's all of these different dynamics. Saving a little bit of money for your financial future every time. If you've not read the book and I'm not endorsing something, I'd get no pay. It's not a paid endorsement. Yeah. But Profit First me. is yeah. what I'm trying to say. Profit First is a great book to start to implement in your business. Um, it's Initially, it's hard to try to figure out how you're going to take that 20%. And not see it until the end of the year. Yeah, but it's it's a great concept. I've read his his other books as well. So having your finances in order and becoming debt free, if you can possibly do that. I know some of us have um, college debt. Others others of us have um, car debt. But being as debt free as you possibly can opens up your mind to so many other possibilities that you don't want to miss because you're you've got a monkey on your back. So exactly. that's all I have to say about finances.
1: And I was thinking for me, for the finances for in the business industry, you know, we will have the finances, but putting that money, like you said, into the savings, um, not endorsing profit first, but I am a huge believer in that book. I love that book. Um, but for business, having that money put away, you know, even in my business, I still put my money away into the savings, you know, and right. during my slow months, it has been great because I've been able to pull from that to, you know work with. So in my summer months, when I'm super busy, I always put a little extra into the savings and then when I need it, I can get it. Um, but part of the finances is also like organizing your finances and it's investing. So investing in a cleaning coach, like you, like you, (laughs) because you're amazing. They could invest in in a clean coach or,
0: you know, or educational courses, or I, I think that, and you guys have all heard me talk about that. It's, I spend on average it's a line item in my budget. So when I'm writing out my budget at the beginning of the year, I spend ten grand learning new things to teach to you guys. If I don't know mm-hmm. it, then I confer to another coach, and I have to pay. I mean, it's just part of the process.
1: Yeah, we and, all have and, to pay for education.
0: Right. So educating, and it's an education is a, um, it's an investment in yourself that no one can take away. Nobody. Exactly. So um, it is something to consider for sure.
1: And it's an investment to be able to make more money that you could put for your debt to put away for your debt is by investing definitely back in yourself. It, so it's a circle.
0: It, it does come full circle. And, um, it's, it's amazing when you start to allocate funds and see it grow. Um, if you don't want to invest in yourself, then, I mean, I'm not plugging gold or silver, but having a hard asset, um, might be mm-hmm. something that you consider as well, but definitely having, um, having mentors and people in your, in your circle, um, is important whether you know you you do it through me or there are several other cleaning business coaches on the scene now that I've never seen before but it's 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 growing right let's hurry I forgot to turn my phone off. <laughs> I That's thought
1: okay. I did <laughs> I just remember it halfway through
0: <laughs> <laughs> excuse me so um taking those plans and having and having a goal is um, important so if with your finances if you make a 100k, hypothetically if you um, followed profit first you would have 20 grand in your bank account by the end of the year which w- you could allocate towards taxes or whatever or mm-hmm. equipment per costs or whatever it is that you choose to do with it. Um, you know saving for a rainy day is great. It's been really challenging to save for a rainy day because inflation is so high. Yes. I, you've all heard me mention about, you know, my gross, my produce bill is usually about $87. It's now 225 and we no longer buy organic. I try to go to the farmer's market now, but it's just, it's just so that crazy. is going to come
1: in handy for the finances when you do save it. So it's good. Definitely.
0: To so the anyway, I, I got them off my soapbox. Sorry. <laughs> I was going to say for the last
1: one, which is huge, and I know that you'll agree with me is gratitude. So gratitude changes everything. So I, like I said, I'm beyond grateful for Shannon for giving me opportunities that I can grow. So this page is something that I want you guys to put everything that you're thankful for or anything that that has gratitude. And I want you to hang it up where you're going to see this because I can tell you, I've had to come back to mine several times when I feel like the day has just been, you know, a shoot show. I don't know if I'm right. on this, but yeah. If it's <laughs> been one of those days, you know, where I'm just like, I can't take it anymore. It's nothing's gone right today. I pull out my gratitude sheet and I'm like, I read through it and I read the things I'm thankful for. And it really just sets me back to being grounded. Like you are okay. You got this you have so many things to be thankful for. So I use Definitely. that. So what is some things that you're thankful for, Shannon? That
0: oh my gosh. It? Um you know, I'm I'm thankful for the freedom that I have in my relationship um, with my husband. If I didn't have as much freedom as I had, um I wouldn't be able to accomplish what I accomplished. I'm I'm grateful for living in the town that I live in. Yes, there are some bad days where we have head-on collisions and we have a mostly senior-based community, but I love living here. I'm centrally located in northern Arizona. I'm an hour away from Sedona, so if I really want to get my vibe on, all I have to do is drive an hour. Jerome is not that far either, and then if I really wanted to go shopping, I can go right down to Phoenix, which is an hour and a half away. It's a mere 90 minutes of my time. <clears throat> I'm, I'm grateful for my community with my church. I, I'm grateful for so many things. I, my health, um, I'm grateful for all those things. My relationships that I have with the individuals who are in my inner circle, it's been awesome. I'm really grateful. And you guys also have to remember that when having bad days is okay. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I know that social media pitches, oh, my life is so glamorous and I'm so beautiful and everything is so easy for me. And in reality, it's not that way. It's like, <clears throat> I give this analogy a lot. When I was, I want to say I was eight or nine. I'm totally dating myself. They had the um, super tan Barbie. Remember those? Yes. Came in, she was already tan. And I'm like, I want one of those. I want one of those. I want one. Of, give it to me. Give it to me. Give me this. I want that for Christmas. I begged my parents. <laughs> went to my mom, went to my dad. <clears throat> Needless to say, I got the tan Barbie. And when I got her, she didn't tan. She was already tan. So my uh, perception in my mind is that she laid out in the sun. She had this luxury time where she tanned like everybody else. And I was highly disappointed. And that was the perception I had. So when you have a bad day, it's okay. It's all right to have a bad day. Um, and it, it is, it's a, it's a mindset, really being grateful for what you have. We are very fortunate here as Americans. We have running plumbing. We don't have to go out to the hole. <laughs> if, right? if, if anyone's ever been to a third world country. Um, and, and squatting in, in a hole, and maybe you might have toilet paper, but we are the you know largest consumers of toilet paper in the world. There's a lot of things that you have to adapt to. This is just life, right? We're fortunate to have cars. We're fortunate to go to the store most of the time and have our supplies readily available. We don't have to go <laughs> with the exception right. of COVID. We're, I've, ever, I've never seen it was the strangest item to have people hoard toilet paper.
1: <laughs> it's go like, out and buy a bidet.
0: Right. I'm like, okay. So if we don't have it, what will we, we use those backup. Oh, well, I guess we're going to hook up a day. So the toilet, right. So there's this dynamic of working around what you have, being grateful for what you have is so important. Yeah, like I think about it, like if you go
1: like today, like if you had things that have, you know, you're going about your day and just something happened, like for instance, like I was stuck in the traffic that one day for Phoenix and I had to like find the best in that. So find the best in every situation. What are you thankful for at that very moment? I'm thankful for the fact that my friend Kelly and I were not in a car accident. We were not the ones in those accidents. So I took that situation and I turned it into gratitude. So that's what we need to do is take situations that may not look as great. Find the gratitude in those little things. Even in your
0: business. Yeah. Being grateful for your clients is super duper important. Being grateful for your cleaning techs. Um, one of the things that I teach in the Structure, Scale, and Profit Cleaning Business Academy is how to have a quarterly meeting and, and appreciate mm-hmm. and show appreciation to your cleaning techs. If you don't do that on a regular basis, um, you know, this is an issue with a lot of people. And no, one, no one says, you know, thank you for coming in today. I really appreciate it. I know you work hard. Here's a $5 Starbucks card or whatever it is, just a pat on the back or uh, employee recognition or whatever it is you choose to do, being grateful for those opportunities. Mm-hmm. Each cleaning tech is going to gross you 75 grand in a year if they're full-time. So, and, and it used to be much lower, but the wages have kind of scaled themselves up. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so that it, it, because you need, you know, they need the income to live off of. So being grateful for that and showing people how much you appreciate them. And it can be just simple acts when you're out in public, exactly. hold the door open for somebody. Oh my gosh, whatever happened to simple that
1: things. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I always, I always go back to being grateful for the slow season.
0: Right. So Cause you, you have, have time to a
1: break- slow season. Yeah. You have to you have, have a, slow-
0: season.
1: yeah. And the slow season is good to have. Like my slow seasons are usually January through like probably the first of April. So it's a huge chunk of my time, but I am thankful for my slow times because that gives me time to strategize. It gives me time to prep and prepare what I can do better. And I will tell you, January is le- less than slow. That was probably my most highest month ever. And that was supposed to be my slow season. Mm-hmm. And, I was That's actually awesome. com- and I was actually complaining about it. I was like, I'm so busy and I didn't get time to plan. I had to take a step back and go, whoa, Kimberly you just had an awesome month. Like this is great. You need to be thankful for this awesome month instead of complaining. So yeah, I always say in the slow months or the slow seasons, be thankful for those because it's giving your time for your body to refresh and to start and get prepared for something even busier. Definitely. I
0: I concur 1000%.
1: So but yeah, this is our podcast for today. And um, we thank you guys for joining us and
0: yep thank you for tuning in we'll be back next Wednesday um, for a new and exciting edition and episode of profit profit cleaning bias <laughs> we need to practice I, I'm just muttering right for cleaning business life on profit strategies for growth <laughs> that was totally backwards but we'll get it at some point I'm just going to leave that in there I'm not going to edit it out you guys so can laugh at us. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. We'll, we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye.